bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China's economic planner intends to prevent a pork price surge as the meat has climbed 28% at wholesale levels since mid-March. And Chinese and U.S. senior official hold video talk on economic issues. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's top economic planner said it will take measures to prevent rapid pork price increases when it deems appropriate, following steady gains the past three months for the key component of consumer inflation. The National Development and Reform Commission will use tools such as adjusting reserves it told representatives of pork and slaughter companies during a meeting, according to a statement released Monday. The NDRC also said it will work in coordination with other agencies to severely punish illegal activities, including fabrication and spread of information about rallying prices and price gorging. The Commission asked major hawk farmers to maintain normal output, sell hawks when they're ready for the market and not hoard them, according to the statement. The meeting concluded that irrational hoarding sentiment has been a major factor behind recent price increases for China's most popular protein. Major Hawk Futures contract jumped by the daily limit Monday to 22,755 yuan per tonne, the highest level since May 2021. Last September, the contract had been as low as 13,500 yuan per tonne. And the price of live pig soared 11.6% at the end of June from the middle of the month to 18.3 yuan per kilogram, while pork price rallied 28% from mid-March through late June, according to government data. There's been supply issues of late involving pork, which has the biggest weighting among foodstuffs in China's consumer price index and could pose broader inflation risks. A price slump last year has been a key factor for subdued overall growth in consumer prices. Current hawk production capacity is overall reasonable and ample, according to the NDRC, saying that with weak consumption, there's no foundation for a sustained significant rise in hawk prices. It added representatives attending the meeting vowed to keep a normal output pace. Chinese Vice Premier Liu He, a member of the Politburo of the CPC Central Committee and chief of the Chinese side of the China-U.S. Comprehensive Economic Dialogue, held a video conversation with U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen at the latter's request on Tuesday morning. According to a statement released after the meeting, both sides had a pragmatic and candid exchange of views on such topics as the macroeconomic situation and the stability of the global industrial supply chains. The two sides agree that it is of great significance to strengthen macro policy communication and coordination between China and the United States as the world's economy is facing severe challenges and jointly maintaining the stability of the global industrial and supply chains is in the interest of both countries and the world. The Chinese side expressed its concern about issues including the lifting of additional tariffs on China and sanctions by the US side and fair treatment of Chinese enterprises. 
Moving on to some regional highlights, more Chinese carriers have started flying along the country's busier truck routes between Shanghai and Beijing again this month, indicating life and work are getting back to normal after the recent resurgence of COVID-19. There were 32 flights from Shanghai to Beijing and 23 from Beijing to Shanghai on Monday, versus only one flight a day between the two metropolises during the height of the pandemic. Next on industry and company news. China's box office earnings for the first half of 2022 totaled 17.18 billion yuan, with revenue generated by China's titles accounting for 85%, media reported Monday. Due to COVID-19 outbreaks in the last four months, the number of movie viewers has fallen to 397 million in the first half of the year, data from the Chinese ticketing platform Maoyan showed. The implementation of car purchase tax cuts policy have saved about 7.1 billion yuan for car buyers, data from the State Taxation Administration on Monday. China decided in late May to halve the car purchase tax for passenger vehicles priced at no more than 300,000 yuan and with two litres or smaller engines. The Fuling Shale gas field in Chongqing produced a record height of more than 3.63 billion cubic meters of natural gas in the first half of the year, up 1.9% year-on-year, according to Sinopec on Monday. Chinese internet healthcare platform WeDoctor has secured more than 1 billion yuan in its latest financing round, led by state-backed industrial investment fund in eastern Shandong province. Other state-owned funds are in negotiations with WeDoctor to integrate local medical and healthcare systems onto the platform. Chinese tech giant Huawei Technologies and its electric vehicle-making partner Socon Automobile have launched their second Ito brand EV model, Ito M7, at the release event yesterday. Priced from 319,800 yuan, over 10,000 orders of this six-seat SUV were placed in the first two hours of the sales after 6 p.m. yesterday. Switching gears to financial news. In the six months ended June 30, both the number of IPOs and the value of funds raised on the Shanghai and Shenzhen bourses outstripped other capital markets around the globe, according to PricewaterhouseCoopers data on Monday. Although the number of IPOs slumped by 31% in the first half from the same period last year to 169, the amount of money raised surged 48% year-on-year to 312 billion yuan, while the average amount raised by each company doubled from a year ago to 1.8 billion yuan. There will probably be between 330 to 380 listings on the mainland this year, raising as much as 635 billion yuan. At least three international asset managers have recently reduced their holdings of China's battery giant cattle, media reported Monday. The Alliance China A-Shares Fund cut its holdings in cattle by 17.9% and J.P. Morgan Chase's China A-Share Opportunities Fund reduced 11.2% in May. The Bailey Gifford China Fund also paired its stake by 6.9% in April. 
By Han Credit, China's first licensed personal credit agency, has recently appointed the former deputy director of China's central bank, Wang Xiaolei, as its new chairman. Information on the website of the firm showed on Monday. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock markets, Chinese stocks failed on Tuesday as concerns over the country's worsening COVID-19 situation overshadowed optimism from recovering surface activities. The benchmark Shanghai Composite closed almost flat, and the Shenzhen component was down 0.41%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose 0.1%, while the tech index dipped 0.47%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.